Welcome along to On The Wire, the official podcast of the PDC. I'm Rod Sturd, and on this edition we'll be talking to the new White and Mackay Premier League champion Phil Taylor about his fifth win in the competition. We'll also chat to celebrity darts fan Stephen Fry about his love for the game and his appearance in the Sky Sports commentary box on finals night. And we'll hear from Rod Harrington on Premier League season 2010 and what a season it was. Phil Taylor's made a career out of making the seemingly impossible possible, and on finals night at the White and Mackay Premier League, he was at it again, with an amazing two darters in the same game. It was simply incredible, and afterwards he joined On The Wire for a chat. Um, go on, j- just tell us from your perspective, we, know, we all know how good we thought it was, from your perspective, how good was that? I thought it's the best final ever, I think it's the greatest final I've ever had the privilege to play in, I thought James... Um, it did marvellous just to qualify for the Premier League. You know the, the field that we had this time was unbelievable. It's been it's been a tough four months. This has um, not just on, on for me. It's been d- difficult for Haley, who looks after me in the office. She's been doing all the logistics wise, and and Dave Allen and Matt Porton. But I mean, it's 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 not as easy as people think. You know, it's the amount of travelling hotels and this and that. But um, as far as players goes, toughy stepper without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so tough to come through. Um, forecasted there might be a nine daughter tonight. We could tell how we were practicing. You know, I said to, to, to Rod and I said to Matt actually during the break, I said there could be two nine daughters tonight. Once one went in, I said I'm, I'm going to show there's going to be another nine daughter. And it came, and then I thought there's going to be another one because yeah. you had to keep hitting the 180s and one, you know, just just to keep your nose in front. Yeah, I, I know you hit the nine daughters, but how much of a part did the standard that James Wade was playing at? Brilliant. You? Brilliant. He puts you in so much pressure where you're on a finish of like 160 or 140 yard or whatever it is, and you've got to put it out because he just doesn't seem to miss. Him and Simon Whitlock are two of the best finishers I've ever seen. I mean, John Lowe was great in his day, Eric was great in his day, you know, they've all had the moments, but these people are doing it week in and week out, and Simon is beginning to get, you know, so consistent and so um, he's, he's, he's gutted now because he's got beaten, obviously. But that lad there has gone from nothing to earning two, three hundred thousand pounds in a year. I'm having nothing, and I'm so proud of these people. You know what I mean? I'm so privileged. And if I was to finish now, I'll be happy, man. Yeah. We we used to do you doing first, you know, first to win this, first to win that, first to get a nine dart live on TV, but first to do two nine darts. Yeah. Just sum up the exhilaration you must have felt on that second night. I was bossing. I was over the moon. You know what I mean? I think Barry Ian could put me in the you know the prize fighter the way I was you know reacted there. I was I would have knocked anybody out. It was it was. It's it's but but what what you're doing is you look at your finish you're on one four one or one four seven wherever it is and you know you look at them and they're on a finish you think you better hit this Phil this 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 fellow's gonna if you don't hit this he's gonna go out you know he's on 120 odd or whatever he was and and that's James and that's Simon and Mervyn you know they're all the same Adrian Lewis is another one you know they're all pushing you all the time Ronnie Baxter probably um, after all my career. It's the best I've ever seen Ronnie play this year. I was a little bit gutty for Ronnie. He didn't qualify. You know what I mean? He was an ass breath away and not qualifying it. And, and but that's 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 the game now. You know, it's so close. It's like World Cup football. You know, you say people keep saying who's going to win the World Cup. The gap now between Brazil and England and Argentina and Italy and wherever they're so close. You know what I mean? There's there's a, there's a nuts hair between a lot of them. Uh, I know you can, when, when you hit those. I mean, you're focused on hitting the doubles and stuff. Like, but but. 
when you look around the crowd, did you realise what a... F- I mean, the place was in a frenzy because no. people had never seen it before. No, 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 you don't, no, 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 because you're so focused on winning. I mean, you look at the score and you're thinking, well, I've done two nine daughters, I did a ten daughter, and you're only like eight, seven up. You're thinking, you lose the next leg, and you could, you know, and he's coming back at you. And I think, I don't know what the final score was, I think it was 10-8, but yeah. he I was... Think, I mean, despite two nine darts, he could have got beat, couldn't he? Yeah, the two nines and a ten, and I was ten eight nine eight up, yeah. you know what I mean? And he, and he yeah... Yeah, you could. You could get big. Of course, yeah, you can. Yeah. You know what I mean. You could be the best boxer in the world, but that fellow's only got to throw a punch and knock it out. And he, you know, that's the same as <laughs> it's the same as the darts. Now you know these players are fantastic. Yeah. He's a, he's a credit, and he should walk away from this now and think if I can play like that in any final, I'm going to win the next few. And he will. Yeah. James will. But what's next for you now? Because I mean, you know, Bolton. What, I know. I know. Yeah. But what, what can you do now to? Top, what you know, it, tonight. That's the, the, the well, people people, people you know, will ask me everything. Yeah. What we you know, what goes through your mind now? What's this? What's that? What's the other? I don't think about uh, titles and tournaments and money. What I do is now I'll go home tonight and I can honestly I can hear my dad's voice saying, "Philip, shut up now. You've won that. Get ready for your next one because that's history now. I mean, I've won that. Uh, you know, half an hour ago, so that's history. Get ready for your next one. That doesn't mean anything now. You get beat in the first round against somebody. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're a tosser, basically. You know what I mean? Get ready for your next one. Which is Bolton, as you say. Which I'll be on the practice board. I'm going to drive home now. Well, Roger's going to drive home. I'll be home about half past one. Yeah. And I'll probably be on the practice board by 12 o'clock now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll get up, have a bit of breakfast, relax a little bit, take the dog for a little walk. And then uh, half past one, maybe one o'clock, sorry, practice board, 12 o'clock, two o'clock, half past two, three o'clock, I'll be in the gym, do a few hours, in the, you know, and then I'll be back on the road again on Wednesday. That's right, isn't it? It is Wednesday, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Just finally... Um, I'm losing track of days. Um, the, the one thing, the holy grail, as it were, is, is the, the Grand Slammer winning everything in the same year. So obviously you're on... I mean, that, is, that must be the thing that you, you're thinking, that's the one thing... I've done, I've done, I've done. You've been close before. But, yeah, you know, I should have won the Premier League last year. Yeah, and you know, there was times when you got to Blackpool and, and got knocked out by, I think, was, was it Terry Jenkins beat you when you were at Blackpool? Yeah, semi-final, yeah. Yeah, and so... You know, it clearly is possible because we know you can win any individual tournament. It is possible. Of course, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, everything's possible. I mean, but then again, James Wade or Simon can win the next five tournaments yeah. on the trot. You know, it's it's very very difficult. You've got to beat your best all the time. And this particular tournament, you don't win this over two weeks. You know, you can win the World Championships in, in fourteen days. This one, it's it's fourteen fifteen weeks. Author, actor, writer, wit and raconteur Stephen Fry was among the fans on finals night at the White and Mackay Premier League at Wembley Arena and he also enjoyed a stint in the Sky Sports commentary box alongside Sid Waddell. Afterwards, he stopped by to join On The Wire for a chat. Um, Stephen, first of all, the first thing you said in the commentary box was it's the most important day of your life. Um. <laughs> well, I suppose th- there might be some people who'd be a bit offended if I said that, but, but it certainly is one of the most exciting different days of my life. You know, there are things I do a lot, being on stage, being on TV, meeting people that you, some people might consider exciting from my own business, but darts is something I've admired for decades, and I've never been close to it before except through the television screen, and to be, to be in the presence of... of these great figures. I mean, here he's just come in, Phil behind me, uh, and and Sid Waddell and and, and uh, you know Rod Harrington and all these figures who have made darts the extraordinary spectacle it is. One of, one of the great television spectacles is is a real honour. And to come on a day like yesterday when there was a power cut and the thing was cancelled and there was and, and everyone was there was no power cut tonight. My goodness me! And to come to a final, the first final ever that had a 
uh, a nine dart finish. Uh, and I think the first one that ever had a nine dart finish that finished with a double 18. And then to have another one and to come within that much, I'm holding up one finger above another very closely, um, to, to back-to-back nine daughters. I mean, Phil was on, on the kind of form that you just simply cannot believe is capable. You know, that any... Yeah, <laughs> it really was something to see. But I think he would admit that, 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 that the way James held him, that, that yes. suddenly when it was seven all, you think, oh, hello. That was the seven Whoa. And I could see your eyes suddenly going, OK, I'm not going to put up this. And then suddenly that concentration, that legendary focus going into one of the great achievements in the history of the game. I mean, this will be a, this will be a, a, a moment on the PDC website. People will come and want to, to watch those two nine darters uh, again and again and again because they, they really tell a story. Yeah, I mean, you could literally come to dance you know, every night for 20 yeah. years and not see that again. Exactly. You know? I can't believe how lucky. I mean, it's absurd. People are going to start thinking of a, a nine-dart finish as being like a, a normal thing. Stephen's got a set of yeah. darts now. <laughs> and, of course, I was next to Keith Deller, who was uh, shouting, shouting out, spotting, as they call yeah, it, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, of course, we all remember him when, when he won at, what, the age of 24 or something, was he? Yeah. Um, and uh, he's still got his passion for the game and his love of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the structure of it. And it, it just made my day completely perfect. And I think that, of course, it wasn't the full house that it would have been had it stayed on Sunday. But nonetheless, the, the crowd were fabulously excited and they were so behind the, the match. And, and it was a surprise. I think most people, well, the bookies, obviously, and they're the ones who usually know, they're not poor, um, expected it to be Simon Whitlock and, uh, and the power. And, uh, and I think it's a you know, great testament to, uh, to, to how James played, that, uh, that he, he, he got up through and was clearly the, the, the worthy second placer. You, you talked about um, you know, your day job, if you can call it that, and you know, yeah. we know you're a, a talented writer and, and broadcaster and actor and so on and so forth, but you, you had a stab in the commentary box as well. What, what, <laughs> what was the experience like alongside well, uh, Mr Waddell and Mr Harrington? It's quite scary. Sim Waddell is one of the most famous commentators in British sport. He's the, you know, not, not every sport has the voice of the sport. There's no real voice of tennis now. There was in our youth, there was Dan Maskell, you know. In cricket, there was obviously um, uh, Richie Benno and uh, John Arlott on the radio, and there's Aggers now. Now, you might say, um, but to, 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 to sit next to someone like Sibodel, who, who introduced the entire nation to the sport of darts, so, so he's, he's kind of, from the very beginning of it as a television sport, Sibodel was there in the BBC days, and then after the breakaway with, of course, PDC and, and Sky, and um, he's legendary, I mean, everybody knows, that, you know, there are websites devoted to the way he speaks, and, but it's also his passion for the sport, his passion for the, for, for, for the players, and for the fans, and for the, the kind of meaning of it, you know, he really believes in it, and so I, I was anxious to show him that I wasn't just some, you know, trendy actor who was just uh, having an amusing evening, that it mattered to me as well. And so I was very pleased that he seemed to get that I really do love it and that it's not just a, an affectation, if you know what I mean. I noted down you're happy as a pig in Chardonnay yeah. to use. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now, are you going to come back? Or have you been well, of course. No, I wish I could come to Blackpool, but unfortunately I'm busy. But, yeah, of course, I'd love to. I'd love yeah. to come. And, you know, we all, we all know after Christmas... It's, it's, yes. a great, it's a great, great time. It'd be lovely to see, you yeah. know. Yeah. And just finally, I'm Phil Taylor saying you've got a set of his darts now. You know, I can't do believe. You play? Can you throw? Here I'm, I'm pretty hopeless. But I, I mean, I had, I had my jacket on when I was in the players' room practicing. But now that I've got these, oh my God, you're so generous for. I've really got the whole lot, all the flights, the whole thing. My God, look at them. <sighs> yeah. Because these are a little bit different. What? Yeah. So if you have to, you have to get a flight. Yeah. And what you have to do with these, Stephen? You have to bend it an arm, 
then squeeze the two together and you yeah. push it through that gap there. Oh, right, that is different. Yes. So it's through, through the top? Through the gap. Yeah, through like that. that. Then when you get it through the gap, yeah. you then bend it. So it actually sets like that. Oh, that's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're light and balanced and... They're, they're, they're actually quite heavy, Steve. Them. Are they? Gram, 26, come yeah. They're just so well balanced, aren't they? They're OK. Beautiful feel to them. <gasps> that's such an... And what's the chalk for? That's for, oh, for putting the score up. Oh, for sweating. Oh, really? For literally, you, you, you lose your grip. Oh, wow. Which is just a little And then sometimes just a yeah. little bit of that. Just to, yeah. Because you can't afford to... No, to let it slip ahead. No, because you can tell from photographs, of course, that the hand accelerates after the throw almost faster than the yeah, dart. Yeah, yeah, so it's a classic there. photo, isn't it, where you see the dart above the hand that's forward mm -hmm. of it. It's one of the big surprises. Oh, God, that's so exciting. And the proper look. It's a proper Phil Taylor pouch, world champion. Priceless tips. Times them. 15. <laughs> well, congratulations, Phil. I mean, it was amazing. It really was amazing to watch. Everybody there, no one will forget it. It was fantastic. Now I'm joined by our regular on-the-wire pundit, Rod Harrington, to review the 2010 Premier League season. Rod, I've watched darts for a long time. You've played and watched darts for a long time. Um, this is a night that uh, we're not going to forget in a hurry. No, Rod, um... I certainly won't, and no one that's watched it on TV and Sky Sports or is in the arena, you know, the people that turned up tonight, uh, that could turn up tonight, have seen something special. What people don't realise is that uh, after Phil Taylor had done the first nine dart, he had a commercial break, and he went to the toilet, and he came back, and he was just having a sip of water, and he was very jovial tonight, Phil, messing around, and he said, I'm going to do another one. I said, tell you what, Phil, I hope you do, mate. And he went, I'm going to do another one. And I'm telling the truth. He's told me he was going to do another one. And he goes up and does it. And then nearly does a third. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, prior to tonight, I think the most incredible thing anyone's seen in a dance final was your amazing double-top double top finish to win the World Match play. But to just put us into perspective, what we have seen in terms of uh, history being made tonight with those two nine darters in, in one match. Well, we've always said, and I've said it, there's going to come a time when it's going to happen in a tournament. Not in the same match. And, and not a short match as well. A short match and in a final. I don't think we're ever going to see it again unless Phil Taylor does it. I don't think there's any other player that's good enough uh, at the moment. I don't think a lot of the players, um, and I, you know, I keep saying it, and they can keep slagging me off for saying it, but the, not enough of them are professional in their attitude, their conduct, and looking after themselves. Phil Taylor carries a few pounds, but he's a very fit man. You don't see him sweating up there. You know, James Wade, the last few months, has started to do it right, and the results are coming. You know, Mervyn King is one of the solid dart players in the game, and he gets there through hard work. You know, Simon Whitlock, through hard work. All these other guys that are out there keep telling us how good they are. Show us. Because all we can see at the moment is Phil Taylor winning and winning and winning, and a few other people picking up the pieces. You know. Sorry, Rod, yeah, just, just um, give us an assessment of James Wade tonight, because he, he's played brilliantly, but he's lost. So does he go away from here tonight thinking, right, if I play like that every match, I'll win tournaments? Or does he go into a Raymond Van Barneville-type uh, spin and think, oh, whatever I do, I can't beat Taylor? How does he mentally this nice match? He, you know, you've always got to take the pluses out of it. If you play really bad and terrible, then forget about it and call it a bad day. But he's got to take the pluses out of it. If you take the two nine darters and the ten darter out of that game, James Wade, James Wade wins. It's as simple as that. You know, if he'd have got thrashed tonight, 
then you can say, James, you know, you've got a lot to learn. But no, after tonight, James hasn't got a great deal to learn. The rest of the dark players, if I keep saying, they've got a lot to learn. But he stood toe-to-toe with Phil tonight. And Phil was pounding that treble. I mean, the first leg, James Wade goes out 136. The second leg, Phil Taylor does a nine-data. You know, then Phil goes 2-1 up, James returns it. So he didn't bottle it, he kept there. And uh, in the end, do you know what? James Wade weren't far off of nicking that final. You know, and so he's got to walk away here with his head held very, very high and go, James Wade is back to what he was two years ago. The other question that people are asking tonight, Rod, is the one thing that we haven't seen Phil Taylor do, what's become his holy grail winning every single major Sky Televised tournament in a year. Um, clearly he can do it, because we can make win an individual yeah. one, but is it realistically possible for the same bloke, even Taylor, to win all the big ones in the same calendar year? Well, what can you say that's more than realistic? It, it, I mean, it's, it's on the cards, because, like I said, if you look at the players that are in the game at the moment, if you took Phil Taylor out of the game, we're still going to have a great game, and they're all brilliant players, but you stick Phil Taylor in the mix... And he's so far above everybody. Um, now, I said that if it had been Simon Whitlock in the final, I thought he'd have had a good chance. James Wade made a good account of himself. But if you take uh, Taylor, Whitlock and Wade, there ain't a lot else at the moment that can compete near Phil. And at the moment, them two can't beat him. So unless you catch him on a bad day, unless he comes down with bird flu, or he upsets someone and they beat him up, no, I can't see anybody beating. No, I think Phil Taylor will do the Grand Slam. The only one that's going to stop Phil Taylor is Phil Taylor. If he walks up and doesn't, like I said, don't feel too well or that. But I can't see that happening because the guy's professionalism and conduct for this game as a top sportsman is incredible. And the one tournament where he would appear to be his most vulnerable is Bolton for a number of reasons. One, uh, the short matches to start with and he could get drawn against a, a top-ranked player, so a random draw, and he's got to play a lot of matches in the same day uh, over the duration of the tournament. So, is he, is he vulnerable at Bolton? Is that where the others might think, well, if I catch him early, I might be able to beat him? Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to beat Phil Taylor, it's always got to catch him early and early in matches as well, but what you've got to realise, Bolton plays into Phil's hands because game after game Phil Taylor can do more than anybody else because his endurance for this game is far above everybody else's Um, and so that part of it Bolton plays into his hands if he gets over the first round um, I can't see anybody touching him I mean someone may rock up and have an absolutely brilliant game it may be James Wade it may be Simon Whitlock but realistically can Adrian Lewis beat him at the moment no you know can Andy Hamilton beat him at the moment no although Andy Hamilton is playing a lot better They've, they've got to try and find a way of making themselves a little bit better because once we start moving into the match by the Grand Prix and the World Championships when we're playing longer formats, they've got no chance because they're just not consistent enough. Now, it is, it is bad that we've got someone in our game that is so much better. Um, it's like he's a robot, a computer, you know, it's like the computer that, that tests the golf balls and golf clubs. It hits the, the same swing all the time. Um, you put that in, a, in the uh, professional game, you've got someone better than Tiger Woods. We've actually got that person in our game. He's, he's as good as a, you know, a robot that does the same thing over and over again. And as I said before, we take him out, we've still got a great game, we've got great players, but because Phil sets the benchmark, it makes everybody else look a little bit mediocre. Just finally, Rob, 
uh, as we end the 2010 Premier League, just sum up the competition. I know it'll always remember for Taylor's 2 9 darters mm-hmm. tonight, but just maybe sum up uh, you know, the highs and lows and the, you know, who's done well apart from Phil and who's done badly and so on, and just your overall perspective of the tournament. Well, take Phil out of it. I think Simon Whitlock has been a breath of fresh air, not only to the, the Premier League, but he will be to darts this year. Um, James Wade coming back the last three or four weeks has been good. The disappointments has been certainly Raymond Barnwell. I know we know he's had his problems. He's documented that, but you know he hasn't played well for a couple of years, to be quite honest. Terry Jenkins, who I've criticised and I've done it to his face, uh, he's got to look at his game. If he doesn't want to do this and he doesn't want to do that, then don't do it. But don't keep moaning about it. Adrian Lewis has got to sort himself out. A, a person with that talent. Uh, has got to start sticking his foot to the hockey and doing it. You know, we can't keep talking about him doing it. He's actually got to do it. Uh, Ronnie Baxter, I feel sorry for, because Ronnie is the one that we all thought that weren't going to do any good, and he should have qualified. You know, he played well enough to qualify, but just the last two games, eight darts Adrian Lewis to win that match, and he would have been in them semi-finals tonight. Um, so Ronnie Baxter's been a major plus, and... Ronnie Baxter used to be a bit of a boring bloke, but he actually rocked up and went with the crowd. And Ronnie Baxter got a lot of support from crowds wherever he was. So good plus Ronnie Baxter, certainly Simon Whitlock. Mervyn King, a great dart player, got to learn how to play the crowd. The crowd were booing him a little bit tonight, but he rolled off three legs on the trot to take the third place. So look in the mirror and go, well, how did I roll off in third leg, three legs? Because I didn't think about the crowd. I didn't worry about the crowd. All I did was concentrate on the dartboard. Well, Merv, do that all the time. Learn how to play the crowd because that's what this game's all about now. They're the biggest payers to the PDC that pay £5 million into a, into a uh, tour, which they're taking a big chunk off. You know, if the crowds go, the prize money go. You play with it. But um, it's been, a, it's been a, a lot closer this year, I think, because of them certain players have not played well. James Wade didn't play well in the first half of the season. And I think that's why the season's been a lot closer, which has made it more exciting. And then to top it all, Taylor does what Taylor is always good at doing and uh, taking this game another step forward, um, putting something on Sky Sports that uh, no one thought they'd see and doing something for our company, the PDC, that's going to keep us going for an extra few years. Well, thanks for joining us on On The Wire, the official podcast of the PDC. I hope you've enjoyed our blend of news, views and interviews, and will join us again soon. (laughs) 